Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 267 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live, brought to you by ASICS. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest and pinkest man, Willie Saylor. Don't hang on the pain. Mr. 40. 40 in a couple days now. And we are coming at you on a rainy day here. Good fortieth weekend. Oh yes. We started off. I started off by paying a thirteen thousand dollar <laughs> student loan, but then we got good. Do you want to tell that story? That's uh, actually pretty funny. I mean, well, now that, if you're gonna if you're gonna go that far, you may as well. No, just, I mean, just give the cliff notes on the conversation with the lady. So I call up. I call up. Will, well, Willie's wages have been garnished. Yeah, they for, take money. They take it, the government takes it right out. I haven't I haven't got a tax return in years. Every time I just w- I turn my taxes in, they just go away. I don't even get a letter where they went. I don't know. No idea. They could have been going to the Prince of Namibia for all I know. I think that's where it was going. So, anyways, not paying your bills, wages garnished. Wages garnished. Continue. I'm like, I can't do this wage garnishment anymore. So I call up and I'm like, hey, I need to make voluntary payments. You know, let's set this up. I'm thir- I'm 40. Let's do big boy stuff now, right? Let's, <laughs> let's pay time. student loans. And she's like, well, you have – okay, let me give you some options. You have three options. She's like, your balance is uh, – 16. It's $16,000. Can you pay that? I'm like, no. She's like, okay, the next option is $13,000, uh, blah, 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 blah. Can you pay that? I'm like, no. She's like, okay, then let's set up some pay- – let's, let's see what your payments would be. What is your gross adjusted income, blah, 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 blah. I'm like this. I'm reading off my W-2 and uh, – or my pay stub or whatever. Yeah. And then she goes, okay, now let's talk about um, what your average monthly, <laughs> what, what your average monthly expenses are. How much would you say you spend per week on food, soap, shampoo? I'm like, <laughs> I'm bald, so take that shampoo right off. I don't, I'm not into that. And uh, anyway, it gets so complicated. I'm like, I'm like, let's just go back. Tell me about this $13,000 option. And she's like, "Well, that is your that is your balance." And that's like the settlement. I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "Then what was the sixteen thousand dollar option?" She's like, "Well, that is your balance with fees and and taxes and blah 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 and penalties." And I'm like, "Why on earth would anybody choose a sixteen thousand dollar option over the thirteen thousand dollar option?" And she's like, "Well, sir, I can't answer that one." I'm like, 
well, you're running a racket. That is a racket. The United States government. So anyway, I paid that off, and then because I, I was just I didn't want to answer any more shampoo questions, right. so I just paid that off. But then wrestling happened, and then it was rest- glorious. And you know what? We kind of went into this weekend. I was talking with some people, and even us were like, "Gonna be kind of like a more low key." You know, Penn State, Iowa is kind of you know good duel, but nothing amazing. Sure. And then Ohio State, Michigan is that even a rivalry? And it, outside of that, there there was some great action. Arizona State wrestled Lehigh. Uh, a couple other good duels, but man, uh, right away, Penn State Iowa happens, and uh, one of two number ones goes down. But I think we sh- we have to start with Kyle Snyder. Luke. Kyle Snyder lost. He lost a wrestling contest to someone in the United States. Something that has not happened since 2016. When Kyle Snyder is now UWW pound for pound number one and second at 285 in college wrestling. Yes, accurate, accurate. So it's. It's been interesting to me to see the the reaction, the fallout. Yeah. A lot of people are just are trying to process this, and everyone is just immediately starts working their subtraction, figuring out how much bigger how Poon much? is, and yeah. l- like that wasn't known going in, but now it's a it's this amazing factor. But to me, you put the loss. There's like buckets for each reason loss. Like you put, like maybe thirty three percent is Kuhn is much bigger. I think 33% is Kuhn is really good. Mm-hmm. And 33% is, this was my observation, Kyle Snyder looks tired. He okay. looked tired to me and fatigued. You're going reaction. Go with the match itself to begin with. Um, Kyle gets in on a leg. Long exchange on Long that exchange. High, crotch, high crotch. And can't finish. It, it seemed like if Kyle couldn't finish quickly, Kuhn is just his hips. When when Kuhn gets starts to get his hips back, it's a tough road to hold. Well, I, th- I think it's length too, because mm-hmm. when when you can get your feet on the mat, mm-hmm. that's that's a problem. So, and on that high crotch, and it's funny because Kyle in their Big Ten match, Kyle hit I think he did two low ankles and one high crotch, and he kind of um, it was like almost like a run the pipe finish, just kind of like back step. That's how he was able to finish last time. I think he wanted to go up. up. With like like he did with Medbury because he's had so much success. He did it to Neville. He's done it to Medbury. He, but Kuhn, yeah. Kuhn, I don't know if you can finish coming up like that. Although Ty Walls has on multiple occasions, so maybe you can do it. But in that exchange, in that instance, Kuhn just looks all the way ready for it. Yeah, and then I thought Kuhn, Kuhn, Kuhn's athleticism and moving his feet. I think I thought he moved his feet well. I mean, Kuhn is a total freak of nature. He yeah. has he has now a win over three different two-time NCAA champions. Insane. And Gwiz, Nelson, Kyle Snyder. I mean, wasn't Adam Kuhn number one the a, year that as a true freshman? Yeah. What well, I mean, that was when Nelson. That was Nelson Gwiz year. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, he's, he's um, the man. And then Qu- um, Kuhn he really hustled down. That over-under position. Well, he it started. He initiated it from a leg attack. He shoots underneath Snyder, and then he's able to come up and have his arms locked, and just he just runs his feet. Yeah, it wasn't one of those situations. If you haven't seen the match but just heard about it, it wasn't one of those situations where he, Adam Kuhn got to his over-under and then kind of felled it and like then cinched it and figured out he could hit it. He ran it down. Yeah. He shot under, came up, locked it, ran his feet, got taken out on the edge, and was really close to scoring near five points as well, as well. So so Kuhn ends up winning. Snyder continues to attack. 
um, and is just unable to hit his low ankle. He's getting close. He's getting in on the legs, but Kuhn was able to just flex back. And, and so the the immediate question, you know, you're why did this happen? You're looking for the for the whys. You said tired. I I think that was a factor. Mm-hmm. I think one of the factors was he's he's. Kyle has been going seemingly nonstop for how long? I mean, he's just been going. He's just been going from NCAs to Worlds to World Cup to all this stuff, and then straight back into it. And then during NCAA season, he's going to Uregan and now back. And I, I think yeah. it's catching up with him a little bit. He does look a little, a little tired. Um, and it's delicate, right? It's what to break down a match like this, um, or, or to give reasons why. It's delicate, right? Because I don't think what Christian's saying about fatigue or what. I will say, is taking anything away from Adam Kuhn. No. Um, Adam Kuhn is a world-class wrestler that's 280, 285 pounds. Um, And so that's difficult to overcome. Uh, I thought Kuhn's skills were there, but I also thought size size was an issue. But in that regard, so it, it happens, right? Kyle Snyder loses and... Everybody immediately is like 133 to 197 is as much weight as Kyle was given up. Yeah. Right? And it looked like that. It looked like size was an issue. But in that regard, it becomes like a Anthony Robles situation. Like everybody's like, oh, well, you know, he has the upper body of a 57. What what happened the year before? Yeah, he was I mean, just better that year. Yeah, right. I mean, the d- same two, situation. Two years ago, um, Kyle made Adam look average, which is why. And and as you evaluate Adam and Kyle, have either of them gotten that much better or worse? I mean, to me, Adam is, I he's improved this year. I would say, but like from how from where he was those first couple of years, it's not huge improvement so I think you have to look at outside factors it's like Kyle and Adam are still basically as good as they were a couple of years ago no I mean I was looking up results last night um Adam has had two zero wins three one wins yeah I mean it's not killed everyone right and and so that's why I'm I'm factoring in the I mean you can factor in size I mean the size difference was about the same I would guess Kuhn's always been just enormous but I, I just think Kyle's fatigued right now. He's a little bit – he doesn't quite have what he what he normally would have. He didn't have those reserves. And Kuhn – he couldn't get Kuhn tired either, which mm-hmm. is another one of Kyle's biggest weapons. And if you can't get a guy tired and you yourself are getting tired, and of course you're more likely to get tired when you have to move around someone that is 60 pounds bigger than you, just inherently. So I, I think the next – Who would you take going forward? Snyder, both times. Um. Also, another ancillary thing that came up: some people, I think, a very small majority, um, minority, but people have said this before. Should there be a weight class in college between ninety-seven no. and heavyweight? No. The answer is no. That's I can't stand that. I can't stand it either. I, and, and I can't stand that. Uh, we have all these upper weights in international now. I know. Eighty-six, ninety-two, ninety-seven. Uh, heavy. It's too much. Too big. It's too much. It's too much. I mean, freaking high school, it's too much. Uh, And, you know, here's here's what I always said about the gap between 97 and heavyweight. So if you weigh, 
if you weigh 210 pounds, you can make 97. If you walk around at 210, you can make 97. Certainly. Right? If you if you walk around at 210, they're one. They're literally guys that weigh 170 that definitely go 157. Yeah, so they're losing 13 pounds. I mean, right? Exactly. So if you weigh if you weigh 210, 215, you're making 97. That's what you're wrestling. Yeah. Okay. What if you weigh 215 or you know 220, 225? Go up. Bulk up. Yeah. So you're not. For, but for Kyle, it's different. For Kyle, Kyle's trying to make two thirteen, and and we you can't talk about oh this new era of heavyweight, the new kind of heavyweight, the Mike McMullen, the Kyle Snyder, the even like a Ty Ty Walls, these smaller guys, and then go we need a new weight class. <laughs> yeah, what? No, they're fine. They're they are by and large better than the giant heavyweights. The giant heavyweights, they're. Adam Kuhn is an anomaly because yes. he has he has the foot speed and athleticism of a smaller Shaquille guy O'Neal. of Shaq, but is enormous, right? So if you factor all that in, yeah, he's LeBron. Yeah, uh, yes, Adam Kuhn is LeBron. Um, two eighty. It's I thought that he had to cut. I thought that Adam had to cut for heavyweight, but apparently I read somewhere I don't even know if it's factual. No, he does. That he weighed in at two eighty. Right. So I mean, well, with someone that big, I would I would guess they mistakenly lost four and a half pounds. No, listen, just be quiet. You know how like as the season goes on, like your first cuts are really tough. Yeah. Okay, but then you end up weighing like. You just like start weighing less. You start. You're working out. You're training so much. You just end up. Weighing, and you're not even cutting as much. So that, that happened all the time. So I guess my point is, is he going to be able to wrestle internationally? I mean, will he get? I mean, freestyle's two sixty five, right? No. Where you been, bro? What? It's not two sixty five. Isn't it? One thirty. One thirty is. That's, uh, that's or one twenty. One twenty five is like, um, two seventy five. Also, he's going Greco. <coughs> also, he's going Greco. Greco's one thirty. He'll go freestyle too, won't he? He hasn't so far. He will. He might well, just well, go what, to one time. He got. He might just go to Mars. Right. Maybe he'll try. To, he's going to try to be intergalactic champ. There's also the NFL that he wants to do. Well, he's got a lot to do. So it's two seventy five. He could definitely make two seventy five. If well, if sure. If he weighed in two eighty. Yeah. Even if he weighed two eighty five, I think he. I don't know. He could. He's yeah. got it to lose. He's not. Brock Lesnar <clears throat> cut up. I mean, he's he's in good shape, but he can make 275 is my point. So, does everyone else have uh, – anyone else going to take Kuhn in one of these next two? Um, no one? Take – I don't know. I think it's a real toss-up. I don't know. What is Kyle what, – what, what will your keys be to Kyle winning the match next time? Resting? Yeah. Number one. Number two – Shooting low, yeah. I he'll. It's. I mean, he shot low in this match too. He just sometimes in against really good guys. Sometimes your best stuff doesn't work. Did he have any low singles? Yeah, he remember. fired. He fired off a few. He he actually got to the ankle a couple times, and Kuhn just kind of flexed it back. Like it was it was kind of close. It looked like he was in position to get it. He'll get it. I, I think he'll get it next time. You don't. I don't think you change much. Maybe if Kuhn shoots under you. Instead of like hanging in a front headlock, you just clear out and don't engage so he can come up, right? Yeah. Don't let him shoot under you. Um, all right. The duel in general was amazing. Eight, Great duel. 18 15 Ohio State. 
NATO Tech Matt and Michich dominated we should, we Fletcher. Should, the NATO Matt and exchange at the end, a lot of people were like, What the heck? How do you get to there? Because NATO's on top, he's going for the tech, he's on top, he comes out front and then just like Matt and doesn't really work up and they, they let him run around, which I get why you're upset because the officials are incredibly inconsistent in that position. Normally, they have to turn, face, get up on their feet, uh, sign a notarized letter, and then they give the one. Yeah. But sometimes, like we've seen the Suriano Rivera one and two, and then there that one and two, that's counter to how you ever see it called. So to me, I, I get the frustration there because that is inconsistent in my opinion. Are you getting – it's. Uh, I think they're getting a little bit liberal with everything. Well, no, liberal I don't with think the it's ones. liberal with the back. It's not liberal. Points. It's not liberal. By and large, ninety percent of the time, you watch a guy trying to cut for uh, to go catch and release. They are letting that guy come all the way up to his feet every time and turn and face. They're never well, letting the guy hang <clears throat> here and give the one. Well, They'll let me ask stalling. you this though. Yeah. Yeah, Madden wasn't stalling. necessarily trying to come up either. Not at all. That's why you you hit him for stalling, or you say. Or you change the rule completely and say, hey, I came out in front. I completely let go. Shame on him for not working up. Let me run back behind. If they want to change the rule, that's fine. But that's not the rule, and that's not how they call it. So to see it in the Soriano case and to see it in the Matten case, I can get why they're like, now, what the heck? They lost a challenge on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michigan lost a challenge on that, and it sort of – on one hand – Came back to bite him, but it didn't come back to bite him. But in the Bo Jordan Abinator match, well, well, what? But which which Bo Jordan Amin or do you mean Miles Amin? I mean Miles Martin yeah, Abinator. Miles Martin Abinator. The ending is a little close. Uh, Abinator almost with the two and wild flurry. And um, and I guess you could have, I guess you could have reviewed something there. And McFarlane was sort of yelling at the ref, and I saw some comments on Twitter like, why don't you just throw the challenge brick? Well, he didn't have the challenge brick because he lost it in the Matten thing, okay? But I think what McFarlane was saying is you can look at that. That's the end of a match you can look at. Yeah. Why don't refs do that more they often? They never do. Never. They never want to go No idea. Why would you not want to? You know what? I, I get it every little one you don't do, but how about Abinator, Miles, Crazy Flurry at the end? And, and that now, decides the match. It decides the match. Right. But... It wasn't too, in my opinion. I think I don't think there was an injustice there. But you're right; they should they should look at it that's, more. They're simply not going to. That's I don't exactly know how I looked at it. I looked at it as it wasn't too, guys. It wasn't too. No. But at the same time, if you're an official, you don't catch everything. It, yeah. it would have taken. Just go look at it, man. Just give, just give it a little look. It, but I mean, ultimately, it was right. Thirty-three Mitchich pounds, but Pletcher. He gives up the first takedown and then never looks back. Three or four takedowns, four minutes of riding time. A lot of riding time. I mean, he looked awesome. And Pletcher took bottom. Um, McKenna beat Profassi. Keyshawn beat Malik. I mean, Pantelio pancakes. Pantelio comes out, <clears throat> pancakes Micah, then transitions to a half, then transitions to a cradle, then rolls the cradle through, then comes back to his belly. Then rolls the cradle through again. Then comes back to his belly. Then rolls the cradle through again. Still no fall. It was just 6-0 after that. But Pantelio, he even tweeted. And Christian was like, right away, he's like, he just burned his arms up. 
he was I mean he would, I mean that that is exhausting it is really hard to try and it's probably tiring for Micah but I think Pantaleo's physique probably gets a little more fatigued a little second quicker. time but he looked he looked uh, it looks like a terrible matchup for Micah the first time you could say it was the second time this year he dropped double digits on Micah mm-hmm and nearly pinned him. He nearly pinned him in Vegas, too, with a chin drop. He's – man, Pantelio is the weirdest guy to peg in, in the country. Massa beats uh, Campbell. Miles Amin beats Bo Jordan 6-5. He looked to have – Bo looked to close it out. Bo and had then it won. Miles is down with – 30 seconds left on a restart. Bo just sort of casually lets him, lets him get to his feet. And I'm like, my brain's like, he's going to try to mat return here, right? No. Nope. Tw- about 23 seconds left. And then he just lets him go. And I'm like, mm. And I think he had a stall to burn. He could have dropped down to a leg. He could have done lots of things. It's just uh, maybe he just didn't think Amin could take him down. Maybe he was just like, whatever. But... Maybe it was just one – he just had a lapse in judgment on the restart, and he got to his feet, and he was like, whatever, I'll kick him. But I do not understand why Bo didn't ride him or work to, to ride The guy is good on top. Mm-hmm. Why are you not even it's, – it's all appearance, right? We're just – we don't know what's going on in his head or wh- how much effort well, what is What was it? the score at the time? He it was, was, a, he was, he was up, up by two. He was, he was up, up by, two. by two. So maybe he was thinking one, not two. I don't know. Right. I yeah. don't know. But, but, but still – then Amin gets in on the leg, able to finish, and and that's that. And it was one of those situations where it was like, oh, my God, he's going to get this. For, like, he didn't have it for, like, 10 seconds, but you could tell. You could tell it was coming because he was just going to work for it. It was pretty obvious, and it was like, oh, my God. And Bo Jordan somehow is ranked sixth in the country, justifiably. Yeah. Um, Miles and Abinator. Um what were your thoughts there? I thought Abinader played it close to the vest until the end when he had to go. Yeah, probably could have had that a little earlier. I thought Miles looked fine. I think in general, Ohio State didn't look great. Thought he was. I thought he could win a li- by a little bit more. It shouldn't have come down to. Abinader has a standing single with about 15 seconds left, mm-hmm. and he kicks at it, and Miles jumps completely over the trip. But at the same time, they like fall and tumble and. Well, twist. he cut Miles. Cut. It was a. Kind of a dive roll by Miles. It was really nice. It was it was like man, kind of ballsy for him to go for that, but it it worked. And ultimately, you know the, the way the scramble played out, he wasn't able to get taken down. Um, but yeah, and then ninety seven more kind of rolls over Beasley, and we talked about Coon Snyder heavyweight eighteen fifteen. Great duel. There were so many last second uh, last second decisions, and eight thousand people. It's a good um, weekend for attendance. 8,000 people at Michigan. Right. And basically every kind of uh, contested close match on paper, except for 84, Michigan won it. They won 33. Mm -hmm. They won 57, um, 65 if you want to call it, but definitely 74 in heavyweight. Well, you say Kyle looks tired. Some people are saying that it's the second week in a row that Ohio State looks flat. Uh, my guy Lefty Strat. Lefty Strat. He says Twitter. I, I'm with them. Here, here's what he says, and I agree with him completely. Everyone's saying to you, uh, Ohio State looked flat on Sunday. I say that's just how they've looked against all top teams they faced this year. Iowa and Penn State come to mind. That's how I feel. 
I don't think it's flat. I think so. We say we say Iowa, Oklahoma State did, has not been clicking on all cylinders at all at this. Yeah. Throughout the whole season, you think the same way about since Vegas, and even then it was like kind of a modified Vegas because no NATO, no Snyder, no McKenna. McKenna. Mm-hmm. But since then, what's a duel you can point to against a quality opponent where you're like Ohio State looks awesome? Yeah. Like I haven't seen it. I've not seen it. They haven't looked great to me. I think think he's nailed it. It's not oh oh they're just flat this time. It's no to me. They're not there, and, hit, and the way yeah. I'm, the way it looks right now, the way Penn State's wrestling, the way Ohio State's wrestling, it's with or without Nolf, I think Penn State's running away with it. <clears throat> I think that's the way it's trending right now. Really, even without Nolf, you think it's a yes? I think I think done deal. I mean, not yeah. a done deal, but a dis- a big discrepancy. My prediction right now is that, that Penn State will win, uh, going away. I mean, I just don't see. I don't see. So certainly. Ohio State unquestionably has the talent to do it. But at some point, you've got to see Tashan Campbell jump a level or Joey McKenna jump a level or, or you know, Pletcher. I think Pletcher's now about where he should be. He's going to be in that three to six range or so. Well, right. So Pletcher, I mean, just looking purely off rankings and taking those as um, an index to what they place at, at nationals, Pletcher comes down from one or two to three or four, but Bo's at six. Mm-hmm. Mike is at seven ish, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Keyshawn's at five, and then, then so right around there, you're talking bubbles. Now they, I mean, they could overachieve and take second, third. Yeah, but I think Bo will get to be top three or four for sure. I mean, I even even if that happens, even if Bo gets third and and Micah's top five and Keyshawn places. I still don't see. Um, here's Sion. I don't know what he wants. He's just peeking in the window. He just peeks like a weirdo. Um, regardless, I, I just don't see it. I, I just, it's Penn State. I don't know if I go that far just I'm going yet. Going that far. But, um, you can go. I your actually own way. didn't look at look at it through that lens. You can go your own way. And all right, we started off. Should NATO started, move into the top twelve? In the coaches' ranking, explain that. Did we? Ex- we didn't ever explain that. We well because they came out post Thursday's FRL. All right. Th- okay. This needs explaining because I always I ragged on the coaches' ranking for years. I'm like, don't make sense. It doesn't even make sense for the coaches to do it really. And even if they do do it, it shouldn't be the thing the NCAA goes by because they're not. They're wrestling coaches. Yeah. Right. Like, they don't – do they even want to do it? Like, doesn't it become a job and there's bias involved? And I mean, you you have to work to get it right. You have to, like, research all the results to get it right. And I always poo-pooed on it. So it comes out that NATO's tied for 14th in the coaches ranking. You're like, give me a freaking break. Here's an example of why coaches matter ranking shouldn't matter one iota. And then we find out – there was a sort of a clerical error. So No, I would not say it's a clerical error. They, um, they they didn't do their homework to know they the the four that left him off simply they they said it's just an oversight on my part. Well one wouldn't admit it. One's like <laughs> here's the thing. Four the, people left him off? No. Four voted him fourth, three left him off. Three people left him off? Yes. I thought it was a result of one guy leaving him off. Mm-hmm. And we'll say leave him off. Tell me. They don't 
They don't rank him in the top 33. So because, I know, because, because of they, matches. They didn't think he had enough matches, but he does. Right. He does have enough matches. So it's not clerical. They simply— Well, I thought it was one guy. I didn't know it was three guys. No. Three. Jeez. Well, one wouldn't admit it, but by the way, <laughs> the numbers have to be such that four voted him fourth, and if for that, for him to be 14th, three others math. would have to rank him. Because math. So this— the one coach that wouldn't tell me, it's like, I'm going to keep it private. And he was like, don't you think he's probably going to get in anyways? He's going to qualify anyways? Like, really sarcastically. I'm like, what does that matter? That has nothing to do with, like, the ranking being garbage. Like, wh whether he will qualify for NCAAs is not the point. The point is, this is a seeding component. And three of you did not do – and two of them were like, dude, I messed up. I Which made a mistake. Which is fine, right? Which, yeah. It's, okay. it's certainly fine – at this iteration of the rankings, right? Yeah. It's not fun. It's not the best, but at least it's like, yeah, dude. I'll get it I, right. I had him out because I had him out because he didn't have enough matches. Because I last didn't realize that he did have enough matches. Now I should have slid him in. I didn't. That's my bad. I get that. That's fine. Sure. Yeah, I understand that. And they're like, I would have put him fourth if, uh, you know, it was just a mistake. And the way it works, like, you kind of import your last set of rankings. When you go to the thing, you import your last set, and then you move around from there. Yeah. So if he was never in that it was in never your top in 33, I see why it happened, but it's just worth, you know, that that's part of the reason. It's like, why would a coach, th this, that's the whole point of the coach's ranking, or why we're like, why? It's like, they're not going to be able to, they're thinking about, my guy's hurt. I gotta get this guy down to weight. Uh, How are you ready cycle, for cycle, nutrition? We got a thing Friday, and it's like, okay, does NATO have five matches yet? Yeah. I, what? Yeah. Like, I'm not thinking about doing that part of my job particularly well because yeah. it's just like an extra thing that's thrown on me. You know what they they should do, and I think this would help it a lot. Every ballot should be public. Why would your if you're if ballots were public like they are in college football? I think it'd be uh, a lot better. I think it'd be very interesting to see how every coach votes. But all right, we're we gonna that right like that—that's almost a good segue. Almost, I almost had a good segue, guys. Public information into our next thing. We started Kyle Snyder and Adam Kuhn for the Michigan Ohio State duel. Let's start. I don't know where this is going. I'll get to it. Let's start with Marinelli and Vincenzo Joseph. Mm. Alex Marinelli remains undefeated by taking down the returning national champ, Vincenzo Joseph. Whew. And the question becomes, well, the first question of the match itself, and I, I tweeted, here it is, mm. uh, some clips of it. Um, that's the first takedown, I believe. Yeah, the Was double. Was that the double? The double, yep. And um, so the first question becomes, at the end, you see the inside trip there. Did Marinelli initiate or did Vincenzo put himself in danger? I tweeted that it was a self-six. Upon further review, like, I don't think it was a self-six, but I think it was a – I think Vincenzo would even tell you that he made the wrong decision there. Uh, I don't know. I view that as Marinelli's hold. He got to the body lock. His right foot was stepping in. I think I think he was just staying really patient with it. I think he was going to slowly work, tighten it up, and take him over, okay? Or wait for what happened, which was Vincenzo to make a mistake, 
He put the squeeze on and put him down, got his hips back. I think that was all Marinelli. If Marinelli can gets Vincenzo to do that, then that's his move too, right? I mean, that's that's how I, I viewed that. I, I don't like well, the. Here's how I see it. I don't like the idea of let's let's delegitimize the win as as this was Vincenzo Joseph's. Oh, he went for a thing. It was dumb. I don't Why think- did? Sure, I'm not, that's that's I'm, exactly what it what it that's is. That's not what I'm saying. When you're saying, "Oh, it was Vincenzo," that's delegitimizing I'm not the skill. Delegitimizing that. Sure, that no, I mean, he, that's, hey, you are. You're, you're you're saying that it wasn't Marinelli's skill that got him six points. That it was Vincenzo. Joseph. I think Vincenzo certainly. I think Vincenzo had a lack of judgment there. I think I look at it the same way as I look at. Cade Brock, what are you doing against Scotty Parker? No. Yes. You you think that's the same thing? Yes. Then you're 100% delegitimizing because that win was a joke. This was Marinelli's um, skill. What are you talking Vincenzo, about? You don't think, so you just, you you don't just, think Vincenzo could have turned down? You don't think Vincenzo could have stayed out of that position as what – what is he up, three points? You don't think Vincenzo could stay out of that position? You don't think it would be intelligent if he had to do over again to stay out of over-under positions? It wasn't over-under. I mean, not over-under. The bo- body lock. Stay out of the position that Marinelli got in. He got to yeah, that Yeah, stay position. out of that. Okay. So stay. No. No, you can't just simplify it like that. You can't just say, oh, he just wouldn't get body locked next time. Well, I wouldn't get double-legged. Oh, no. oh Jace, J- you know, don't get duck on her. Well, by up by Gil- three in the third period, you don't go after. You, you don't get he 50, didn't go 50 after. positions. He didn't go I, that's after. That's not the way I he saw He pursued it. him. That's not the way I saw it. He was... Chinzo was having great success with those underhooks and then the double overs. He was confident there. Marinelli even said after the match, like, I felt the trip the first time, and then I got to my body lock. And you watch it. Marinelli steps in. Show it again. Play it from the He's trip. He's trying to talk. He's trying to talk. Now you got to run it. Marinelli need to steps see it? in with this body lock. Okay, so after this one, he says, I felt it. I got to my body lock. I knew he was going to go there again. He steps in, and when he steps in, that's when Joseph tries to go to the trip. Because Marinelli had that body lock perfect. Tight. Right in the middle of his back. Yes. Right where you yep. you get it. <clears throat> I mean, he went for an inside trip. No. Yes, he, d- he did because Marinelli had him dead to rights. Yes, he like did go for an inside trip, but it was it was it was it was desperation. The it was it's the equivalent of this. A- Adam Kuhn has a body lock on me, and I just in international, I throw a headlock for to get the slip. It was a bail. He bailed with a with an inside trip. It wasn't like here I go again. It was like here I'm going down. Maybe this, but no, nothing's gonna work. That's that's what happened, Willie. No, and not what pre- happened. yeah, it's, it is. What you happened. can see it. Mirinelli is clear. The first one to step in. Yes, he is, Willie. It's on the tape. Penn State, I, Willie. You're, you're telling hey, me, Penn State, what, Willie. What does that mean? It's possible for your guy to lose and get beat on a move, Penn State, Willie. What are what? you talking about? You're Penn State, Willie. Why? Well, everyone knows it. We we literally had a chant in our home about you being Penn State Willie. <laughs> because I know you're it hurts. Because you're idiots. What are you trying to say? I'm what trying. You, what are you trying to say? That, that was, I'm, I'm like trying to stick up for Vincenzo. I don't know. I don't know how you can watch that and reach any other conclusion. I don't know how you can watch it and say that it was a, a, a smart decision. I think it was a smart decision by Marinelli to body. He was lock getting him. pushed around with underhooks and the double over the whole match. He got to that body lock where Chinzo can't just push him around because he had it locked up perfectly. And then when he had it cinched, he stepped in. And as soon as he stepped in, Chinzo tried to go to the trip. Okay. It was Marinelli's move. Is that what you're trying to... Yes. Okay, we yes. disagree. Let's move on. Okay. So we... Five minutes on that. 
<laughs> this is your idea. You wanted to talk about it. I mean, the You're defending the NCAA champion got beat. I feel like it deserves uh, five uh, minutes. Okay. We, I have my opinion. You have your opinion. Should we keep talking about what we think about that? Or should we, or should right. we move on to I different just, topics? You got your L. We can move on quickly. Five minutes. So the, the next question becomes the Big Ten seeding. Here comes your L. Um, no. Yes, here comes your L. Bad there, take all around. Bad take Tuesday. So the question is, who deserves the number one? Okay, is it Imar or is it Marinelli? Okay, if you, if you look at the wins and losses, or lack thereof, the wins, and you stack them up, Marinelli's versus Imar's, Imars are not as good as Marinelli's. Okay, so if that's what you want to base the entire seating thing on, fine. But uh, here's here's the thing: shouldn't base them on results. Uh, no, you are basing them on results. There's a, there's a common sense clause when when Kyle Snyder was made the one seed last year at Big Tens mm-hmm. over Connor Medbury, who had either the same wins and plus better wins. Yeah, there, that's the common sense clause. You use common sense. And they're going to use common sense at Big Ten seeding and make the two-time NCAA champion with two losses in an entire career the number one seed at Big Ten. With tens. the credentials that aren't supposed to matter with Big Ten seeding? That's no. what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, d- what happened last year at, at Big Ten, 285? Okay. That's where I said, remember where— But even that one's where? different, Christian. Why? Because no, it's Snyder— No, it's yes, a bad take, too. No, it's not. <laughs> Snyder had a win over the three seed, had a nineteen to nine win over the three seed versus versus a four three win for Medbury over over the three seed. We're so not talking it, about it, margin of victory. That hold doesn't on. get factored in the okay, seed. Hold on, but he had wins over other seeded guys. The issue here, he had like six the matches, issue here bro. is the lack. Like the 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 resumes last year far more comparable and easy to decide than this year. How are they far more comparable? But I looked it up based but on based on the record against Medbury the seeds. They had more they had more matches against seeded guys Medbury than these two have. Medbury was like twenty three and zero with way more ranked wins. Mm-hmm. You're not okay, but you're not counting theoretic. Yes, okay. Here's the thing: Big Ten coaches can do whatever they want because there are no rules. That's and if, the and point. And if a Big Ten coach, if a Big Ten coach is smart, it, it, two things would happen: one, they would propose rules. And two, they would sh- they would stream like Periscope or whatever this entire thing, so people know what the heck is going on. Listen, they they they've used because the fact sense. there's no rules is stupid. They they used you sh- in 2016. Kyle Snyder should not have been seated where he was at NCAA's. Common sense rules. Sometimes you can't always. But you common can't sense always, is a slippery slope, dude. No, it's so, not. I feel like when it's I said different than NCAA's because. It's they a conference tournament and should obviously. be seeded based on conference results. Absolutely. Right. Only against guys well, in the field. And when we were going back, the, the segue into this was you said the public, the, the ballot should be public for the thing, mm-hmm. right? And I'm saying there should be some visibility into what the seeding process is. And it should be posted. We should know about it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how do, how are we supposed to know what the seeds are how is everybody supposed to even manage their season other coaches manage their season based uh, to get a good seed at their conference qualifier mm-hmm. you want to say common sense should prevail but um that's being wholly subjective you should i mean this isn't rush people complain about russia being crooked and stuff uh and uh well we you know we kind of do what we want this is America, right? We do it scientific. We do it with data. We do. Christian, we don't. Based on what? We don't do. We don't. Have, do you, th- want, have you seen the seating at NCAA's? Have you seen? Right. Everything? Exactly. 
So what are you, this is America. No, we, we should. That's my point. We should. There's data available. What's the seating criteria? You, they don't list it. Well, you just want to make the data whatever you want it to be. I mean, no, you do. No, the, no, the data is the data. No, Christian, you do because there are no rules. You absolutely the, the, do. The, the, the you have, this is like the Bergen Catholic Blair Academy thing, right? Yeah. Now, I don't know. It's really not. It, how is it not? You well, have this resume here. You have this resume here. One's better than the other. There's, the, and cr- you're going to go on to say something about people ducking him. Yeah. How about this? Whose resume is better right now on paper? It's indisputable. Uh, I, I'm our two-time NCAA champ. No. I this season. It. This season. This season. Common sense clause. This season. Y'all can ignore. Y'all can pretend. Y'all can make it this big and pretend. No, it's all right here. Christian. It's this little box. What but is I mean, the point of the Big Ten duels? What is yeah, the point of these teams? Exactly. Right? I don't know. There's not much point because Marinelli ducked That's them at the I'm Big saying. Ten duels. Martinez to, didn't wrestle let's Midlands. Let's come to. Yeah, I'm didn't wrestle Midlands. So? That's what I'm saying. Let's come to a posted criteria. Is it just this year? Is it your career? Because if it's just this year, it's indisputable. If it's career, okay. It's also you, indisputable. You know. Here's here's the difference. Last year, Snyder and Medbury had four head-to-heads against other guys who were seated. This year, if you look at the rankings, right? If you look at our rankings, there's one common opponent between the other top eight guys. Okay. It is a different situation. What is Imar supposed to do when Lewis decides I'm not wrestling him? So and Lewis doesn't, no, throw out the Lewis. No, throw out the Lewis. Here's the entire issue. Here's the entire issue. They didn't meet head-to-head. Why? Illinois, because Isaiah didn't wrestle at Midlands, and Marinelli didn't wrestle at Illinois. So you throw out that argument because they neither of them had a chance to hit, get a head-to-head. The issue is Illinois' schedule. They didn't get a chance to hit Penn State and, and Vincenzo Joseph. They didn't get a chance to hit Michigan and Logan Massa. Now, here's the thing. You can't... You can't make a decision based off that because the Big Ten sets that schedule, and from now until the end of time, there's going to be a guy who won't have an opportunity to wrestle another guy, right? Therefore, you can only go off what happened. Now, if you want to set rules for missing matches where there could actually be a head-to-head, that would be wise. But right now, if you don't factor in last year, which you shouldn't because it's an NCAA qualifier and NCAA only uses this year, then Marinelli should be the one. Dang. I mean, you want to see ducking on steroids, make Marinelli the one. Okay, that's what I'm saying. You can't, make rules. You can't, what you call it, you can't legislate. I mean, you can do it in future years, but you cannot right now legislate ducking. Like, oh, well, we're going to penalize. In, in my subjective seating here, I'm going to penalize um, Marinelli for ducking. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. That's what you're advocating for. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you can... I, if I'm a coach, I can go in there. That's my that's my purview. I say, this is how I feel. It sounds very yeah. objective. I mean, the whole thing, the it's mostly subjective. Well, seating shouldn't be subjective. As much as you can say you want to to penalize guys for for ducking, you're also then rewarding Illinois for not having as tough a schedule because they didn't hit Penn State and Michigan. Mm. Let's well, also it's be the clear. same thing. It's, Let's it's, also be it's clear the about the ducking thing. thing, right? Marinelli hadn't wrestled a match the whole time. The guy has a serious knee injury. He still has a serious a, a knee lot injury. Of, okay, so what's your point? So, so, the, the, so you're you want to penalize Marinelli for he hadn't wrestled a match all year. You want to penalize him for him not having his first match back be Isaiah Martinez, but you're cool with NATO. Not wrestling Suriano. Who said I'm cool with it? I, t- I told you I told you yesterday explicitly. I, I can't believe you're bringing this up again. If 
Suriano and NATO. If if NATO ducks Suriano, I'm not okay. talking about seeding thing. Okay. No, but I'm showing you how it's identical. NATO decided not no, to. No, 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 Listen, no. At the time, be- I said I can't believe that NATO is going to wrestle. And you was like, yeah, I understand it. He's not ready. I do understand it. And I understand Wait. why where I understand why he didn't do it. Okay, that's fine. You didn't want to wrestle him. You didn't want a tough match against Imar. Uh, and in so, your first match, back. And, and NATO didn't want to uh, his first. So why does? Why so does, listen. So listen and stop talking. Don't tell no, me what to do. So stop talking. You're All right. Your so 125 pounds. If Suriano and NATO were both undefeated at this point in time, and NATO beat Spencer Lee. Nick would unquestionably not, not the same situation. We would be the number one. Not the same situation. What and what you're changing up? What you're the curveball here is that you're you want to penalize Marinelli for not wrestling, but you want to give and, and I get it because Imar. It's very clear Imar is like Imar doesn't duck anything. We all know that, right? Dude's a warrior. Wrestles everywhere, right? But you want to penalize Marinelli for not wrestling the duel. But you want to give Imar a pass for not going to Midlands. Yeah. I mean, mm. and that's that's where the problem comes in with legislating. I mean, people are saying, people are out there. When, when they read this article and they started this dialogue about Marinelli, Imar, and who should be seated what, and people ducking, people started saying, maybe there should be something written that you get a demerit in some seating criteria for not wrestling the conference duels. I mean, the first thing obvious thing is there should be some written criteria somewhere because it doesn't even seem to exist but if there was you should also add a clause in that if you miss a conference duel you get dinged yeah i'm i'm just using that clause as if i was a coach i'm just saying that clause it's the seating criteria is whatever i determine it to be as a big 10 coach so i'm i'm that's just what i'm choosing to select how about that Marinelli also lost an opportunity to because wrestle here's, here's Evan Wick reality. in Midlands. Here's the reality. He lost an opportunity to wrestle two, the, 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 hey, the no two man. top guys. No, man. Stop. Listen. You're just throwing out Midlands. You are no. just throwing out Midlands, just and it's listen. dumb. Just be quiet and listen. We all know if we were just straight up, if we could do whatever we wanted and just see this thing the right way, all of us, if we could just do it and just be like, what is the most merit-based, in general, whatever – Whatever viewpoint we want to take, every one of us would put Imar number one. And we all know that's the right decision. We all know that's the right mm. decision. Now, whether you think— I don't know how you say it's merit-based. Wh- whether you think it should be by based on this or that, but if we could just do it based on skill and what we know about Imar compared to what— This guy is 2-1 and one against Vincenzo. He's 1-0 and oh against Marinelli. If we were just doing it based on what we thought was right, just throwing out this season, just be like, okay, if we were just ranking it, we would say Imar's number one easily. No problem. So now mm-hmm. that I know that that is true, I am going to – I know that's the right way to do it. So I'm going to shift how I want to shift to make sure the right thing is done. If it means I'm, I'm being a little selective and I'm, I'm seeing it slightly differently from how I would do it normally, then that's fine. But that, that's just how I believe it should be done. Well, that's not – the problem for me is that and I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know what – direction the coaches are gonna all I know is that I would like conference seating to mirror NCAA seating and if the NCAA seating is best wins undefeated this season only put it this way if I'm seating big tens on the NCAA scale I don't on the NCAA rubric I don't know how you don't see Marinelli one do you know that um 
I mean, the NCAA has their own common sense clause built in. They see Kyle Snyder was not seedable in 2016, and they gave him a seed. They gave him a seed, but because they're like, okay, I get it, but this is a unique circumstance. Imar is a unique circumstance. Kyle Snyder is a unique circumstance. There's not many of them. There's not many times where this is the case. It's the case here at 165 Big Ten. Imar should be the number one. Um. Yeah. So why why wrestle duels then? Um. Well, they didn't wrestle in the duel. What do you mean? I mean conference duels. He's saying why wrestle conference duels? Why, why doesn't seeds. everyone just wrestle an independent? I mean, they mostly do. I mean, in not uh, how many guys are gonna wrestle in the Big Ten tournament? 140. It'll matter for about 135 of them. It'll matter. That'll determine the pecking order for basically everyone. It's this one, as I said, it's this one instance where you have to say, okay, well, they're both undefeated. You know, and, and in Kyle Snyder's case, too, nobody beat the guy that beat Snyder. Marinelli beat the guy that beat Imar. Well, oh, wait, now, oh, so now you want to go back to last year. No, 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 no. Well, I'm saying no. Are you, are you okay. saying no one beat Chenzo? I'm saying if you go back to last year, I can throw that at you. If you go strictly to this year, I have better resume. Okay. I mean, if you go back to last year, there's no common sense of like, Imar's a two-time champ needed because there's a head-to-head. But again, if you if you want if you want there to things to if you want to be a big boy sport, then you can't have one set of rules for qual for for a qualifier and one set of rules for the national tournament. Well, they, I mean, well, they do honestly. And that's not right. Like, it's not like you you can't in any other sport just do things one way for the entire season and then go, okay, now that we're at the national tournament, so, now everything okay. has to line up even. Kyle evenly. Snyder was given the two seed. He had beaten – his best one was over the five seed, Adam Kuhn. He was seeded ahead of Ty Walls, who also beat Adam Kuhn that year twice. Yeah, and that, and that was not fair or just. But, but I get that there. I, I get. I understand right. what you're saying. But it fair or just? And even I then, mean, and even then, if you want to do that, you can still do it in sneaky ways and make him the seven or the ten or the six or the eleven. But they made him the two at NCAA's. I know. I know I'm saying why, that's wrong. What he's you saying do is it not, like that. It doesn't have to be that way. You can still do things. That's why I was saying for like Spencer Lee at Midlands, like make him the ten, make him the eleven. Like you can still. So Arrange four, things. You so can still you can still have that. what you want. You can still have what you want. So, you so can still, just, no, because then you can actually have it under. You can actually have Kyle it Snyder's, under criteria. Kyle Snyder's case is not the same as Imar Marinelli anyway. It's it's similar. I mean, in terms of Kyle Snyder got the two seed based on what he had done in the past, what in the previous year. Yeah, previous year. Previous year. That's, that's right. right, and that's Hold exactly on. what did, I'm saying. Should be did the he case also for win Imar. Big Ten though. Um, yes. yes. Well, I mean, why? Hold on. Though. Why? Why? Why are we making special? Hold on. The difference is. Hold on. Also, the difference is he had gone through the the qualifier and won Big Tens. He won the toughest bracket. Uh, he had conference placement he beat over the five seed. a bunch of these dudes. His best one was the five seed. He got the two. He, but he had. I'm saying he had. He had other criteria. Go, going into a conference tournament and going out of a conference tournament, you have way more data going out of a conference. He's saying. Tournament. He's saying. And in going to NCAAs, the the bottom line is it's probably not right. Yeah, it's not right to have and Kyle even, Snyder. Even with that wins again, you have you have data because you go okay. Well, he placed ahead of this guy. He placed ahead of this guy. He placed ahead of this guy. You can say common sense. He I'm only, almost saying don't have common sense. Do it off results. Do it off data. Make it transparent. What was? 
What are you doing? I'm just looking. Doing the questions? Um, sure. Make Imar the one. Let common sense reign. Don't be a prisoner. Don't be a prisoner of ten matches. Common do, sense. Do the right thing. Yep, that's what we should do. Common sense. We just make stuff. Ignore just do it conference on our results. Gut. One case. That's what, that's what we should do. It matters one way. No, no all the others conference. Uh, yeah, every, every unique circumstance. Yeah, everything we're gonna we're gonna go off results for all the weights except for this one. We're gonna go off gut. Yep. Let's do it. It's gut. Let's Is it gut? It. Let's do it. Book it. It's not, it. not, it's not, not gut. gut. No, it's not gut. It's no. Not, it's not good. It's not like I got a feeling about this Imar kid. It's I've watched him for three and a half years. He's one of the no, best to ever I, do it. Okay, that's what, not what I'm saying. That's not gut. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it should be just this year. Snyder was also one of oh. two guys who were undefeated. He was like six and zero. Oh, congrats on the undefeated. I it's mean, a diff- six it's and zero. Different scenario. You don't care about Imar being undefeated. Yes, because there's another undefeated guy. Just like there was another undefeated guy at NCAA's. Gwiz was the one, undefeated. Snyder was the two, undefeated. Walls was three, not undefeated. Marzin was four, not undefeated. Kuhn was five, not undefeated. Snyder was not seatable. He had six matches in the discussion. Moving on to questions. Or do you want to go Arizona? Do we go Arizona State, Lehigh? I don't think there was anything really to talk about other than Zahid is a monster. Yes. He just beat the number four guy in the country just like No problem. No problem at all. No problem at all. I don't know. It was unreal. And Arizona State looked bad in general, but Court Schuyler annihilated Jason Sertis. Oh, yes, that. Schuyler versus Sertis. That's Schuyler alert. Explain that. Uh, it's not a spoiler alert. It's a Schuyler alert because the guy, the guy was a gem. The announcer? Never watched wrestling. He was so he was trying to say Skyler, and he said Schuyler, and he said a whole other. It's like Sirtis is not easy. You guys saw the Big Ten or heard the Big Ten announcers over the years. This guy was right up there. What, what was the name? Uh, he pronounced it Sirtis. Schuyler. He said Schuyler. Verse Sirtis. He said Sirtis. Sirtis. Sirtis is not easy. He could have just, but he could have just asked, "Hey Zeke, how do you say this man's name?" Oh, Sirtis, that's cool, got it. Um, but in general, Lehigh looked really good. They beat him back. Ryan Price was back and Scotty Parker was back. Yes. They both won um, decisively, as I recall. So, yeah, that was a pretty pretty good duel. I think that was on Friday. Okay, questiones. Who's more likely to win NCAA title, Willie? Sorensen or Kuhn? Kuhn. I say. I say Kuhn. Oh, man. Don't you feel like that's very similar? No. I, I mean, no, I'm Sorensen has never even beaten him. He's never friend. beaten him. Huh? Coons Coons wrestled him twice. He's one and one against him. Sorensen is like 0 and 7. Oh, Sorensen. I don't know why my brain went to Imar. Um, yeah, Coon is. You think Imar and Coon are, are similar likelihoods to win NCAs? No, I think Imar is more. Oh. But you <coughs> Okay. Yeah, I do too. All right. Uh, how long do you think it would take Adam Kuhn to eat Nomad's weight in food? So lunch, two hundred eighty-five pounds. H- how much does a man of that size eat a day? I mean, he probably he probably craps Nomad once a day. I would say no. If you want to answer, what does he eat? Six pounds of food a day? More than that? Ten? Well, I'm factoring in water. 
Yeah, he didn't. Wait, Zach Donahue, you need to clarify. Does this include water? Because maybe by Friday, Nomad would have been consumed. Yeah. So, Nomad, what do you got about 115? 130. 130? Mm-hmm. Going 57. I don't know. Does Adam Kuhn eat 130 pounds of food a week? That's the question. It seems possible. It may be way too much. How much food do you eat a day? Uh, maybe four pounds. Maybe four pounds. So he's like twice as big as 130 me. 130 so divided pounds. by seven, it's about 18 pounds of food a day. There's no way. I bet 18 pounds of food a day. If it includes water. No. Oh, water doesn't count. I'm, I'm officially, I don't want water to count. I want it, it's food. All right, let's see. If he drank a gallon of water a day, that's eight pounds, he would still need 10 pounds of f- food. Yeah. Do you think he eats 10 pounds of food a day? He's a big dude. Three, His furnace burns hot. That's three mi- That's like three pounds and change a meal. That sounds about right. Three pounds of food? Imagine know. eating three steaks, one uh, pound steaks at a sitting. Yeah, no way. No. It's, it's just no. a, it's a couple probably, weeks. Project. So the probably answer is two weeks. About. Um. To eat. What is um? I don't want to ask the Bo Jordan one. Uh. Or, no. What is Coon's potential on the international level? Just the size difference or, or legit threat? Well, he's. Two-time junior world bronze, or one in each style. So his potential is pretty good. Could he? I think he, Could he go with, like, an Agle or Patrius really? Well, let's start in America. Like, start in America. Can he make the team? <laughs> can he beat Guiz? Can he beat Ray? I think he can. I think those guys are tough matchups. But I think he can beat them. Um, so, yeah, I think he could be a top. He could be a metal round guy. Mm-hmm. I believe so, too. I mean, if Kuhn, yeah, for sure, he could medal. He could medal. Gwiz medaled, he could medal, period. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if in a few years he's as good as anybody in the world. Yeah. I mean, Agul's been at it for a while. He's not a spring chicken. He's not old, but he's not a spring chicken. What weight out of 125, 141, and 165 will the more loaded semifinals at NCAs or better semi matchups, to put in better words? They're all. Semis, you you can need to go back to like round of sixteen or something. I think twenty five will have. I mean, Spencer, Suriano, Nato, Cruz. I think just toss up matches. That's mm-hmm. the one I'm most excited about. Sixty five. Oh. I fe- I still feel like the peck or pecking order is, Imarchenzo, Bull, McFadden. I feel yeah, like McFadden that pecking moves order. down. If if if, Chinzo and. Imar is not the final. I'll be really surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if... That's the thing. Look, this whole conversation about Marinelli's seed, I, I don't... I, I just feel like that's earned. I don't even necessarily want that. I mean, no, does any fan want Chenzo, Imar, in the semis on one side? Probably not, right? Well, it, theoretically, as long as... Whoever is bottom, if it's... Let's say they do put Imar and Chinzo same side at Big Tens. Whoever wins Big Tens, I believe... Would be the one? Yeah, except maybe not. The, here's a similar... Well, if it's Imar, he'll be the one. But if it's not Imar... I think we talked about this on another show, but the Daniel Lewis situation... If it's Marinelli, won't it be him? Be undefeated? Mar- right. Yeah, Marinelli will be the one. I, I just don't think he wins big tens. Right, right. But yeah, yeah. Marinelli will be the number one if he wins. Imar will be the number one at NCAAs if he wins. 
If Chinzo wins. What if it's like, but then what? Obviously, if Marinelli's the one, I can't believe we're going back to this, but obviously, Imar or Chenzo is third in the Big Ten. Yes. And so what do they do then for NCAAs? So if Imar, if Imar's bottom side loses to Chenzo, <sighs> this could get crazy. I don't, we'll I know, it's to, too far down. We have to wait for Big Ten. <coughs> we got to wait for Big Ten. But McFadden undefeated just like uh, um, Daniel Lewis undefeated but didn't hit. And McFadden, too. McFadden's undefeated as well. That's what I'm saying. I think we talked a couple shows ago about Daniel Lewis being undefeated but not having the high-ranking head-to-heads. Isn't McFadden the same way? Yes. I don't think he's hit any of the Well, he won Vegas. He beat – but he didn't get to wrestle Massa, but he beat Wick. Yeah, Yeah, Wick, who has now lost to – Right. Zayza. Right, right, right. A lot of people want a two – no, we answered that one. Yeah. Um, take nothing away. Who would win? This is, this is the best one. Anthony Santoro. Who would win in a fight? The couch versus the table. Not a thing. What? Do we get weapons? What? Are, you ain't you ain't beating us up. Uh, well, Christian is. <laughs> that's not even a thing. We put yeah, we put Nomad and Christian, and me and you fight to the death. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. All right, here's 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 the way it happens. If it's to the death, we're winning. <laughs> I know. I got about a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If it's to the death, we're winning. All right. So here's the thing. I just there's, got there's land. No hey, question. <clears throat> here's here's what here's what I'm worried about. I kill Nomad. Bracky kills you. Bracky kills me. Yeah. Then I'm dead. Bracky is the king of the castle. The only thing we need. Bracky ain't killing me. He might kill you. If if he just waits, he just stays outside, lets you get tired. 90 seconds. I will kill you. He'll get on top, he'll strangle you and you'll die. I think I land I think I landed right. Bracky's head explodes. Very good chance. <laughs> so we're we're hoping on a Yeah, I don't know. You what know that guys? scene in Game of Thrones where he pops his eyes out with his oh. thumbs? Is that what's happening? Yes. That's what, <laughs> no, what Nomad's going to do to me. <laughs> What's in Bobby Douglas' fanny pack? That's what we need Sion for. Yeah, Sion's been trying to get on the show twice now this episode. Uh, he told me to. He told me to make sure we wish Bono a happy birthday. It's Bono's it's birthday. Bono's birthday today. That's what he wished. That's Whoa. what he whispered to me. Sion, come over. Sion. <laughs> we'll see if he comes over. Uh, I didn't know. What's in the fanny pack? Nobody knows. But he would probably know. We're gonna ask. That's him. why we'll see if he comes over or if he's ignoring. Do you think us. the pitch count could not work? Are we seeing the pitch count not work at Tosu? Well, who's on a pitch count other than Nato was? Was Snyder he really on a really wasn't on a pitch count? I don't. I don't think Nato's on a pitch no, count. No, he's either. coming back from injury. Because since he's been back, he's been back. He only Welcome missed back. Cotter. He only missed uh, Nikki. Two point question. Two part question. Two part <laughs> question. It's not a two point conversion. <laughs> Toughest way to NCAAs for a round of twelve guy to break through an AA. Mm. That's the first part. Don't ask the second part because it's basically like who can all American. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the toughest. So what he's asking, let's re- restate it. Toughest way to NCAA for a round of twelve guy to break through an AA. Essentially, what you are asking is, what weight has the most solid one through eight right now? The most formidable, like impenetrable one through eight. And I think the answers to that, the answer to that is probably one sixty five. Would you agree? I don't know. Uh, 
I mean, Nick Lee's an eight. Nick Lee's the eight at forty-one. So that's a pretty solid eight. And seven is McKenna. It's it's uh, it is one forty-one. I, mean, I think I think that's exactly what he means. Like who's the, like an a solid solid top eight. Here's your eight. How does anybody break through? Who breaks through? And I, I can see because at sixty-five, you could I, see I could see Chance beating Evan Wick. Yes. Right. Um, at twenty-five, I could see. Sebastian Rivera beating Ethan Lezak. Who's the eight? At 25 is yeah. right now is Lezak. Lezak, yeah. So I think it is 41. I remember it was 2013 or 2012. 133 was so defined. Tell me about it. What, what was it? I, can't, I don't remember. The I don't even remember. I, it was the year Brewer, Brewer got eighth, I think, or seventh. It was so well defined that that – I and many people picked the exact eight 133s in order. Because it was just so defined. It was just like pert. It was like you just knew it. It, I think 41 may not be like that in that you know the order, but I think it was just like that rock solid of an eight. That was was weird. Whose year was that? That'll never happen. Kyle, whose year? Is this the year you're talking about Logan Stever, Tony Ramos, Tyler Graff, AJ Schaub, John Morrison, Chris Dardanes, Cody Brewer, Nathan McCormick? Is that the year? Yeah, I think so. Brewer beat McCormick? Yeah, for 7th and 8th. Okay, yeah, that was the year. That would have been Brewer's freshman year? I believe so, Because that yeah. was it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just heard how, how defined that was. Stieber. Yeah. Then Ramos. Then Graff. Then Schaub. Then uh, Morrison. Then Dardanes. Brewer, McCormick. Crazy. Uh, last question. Since Sion's not coming, what's our mile time? You Who wanna- could run the fastest mile here? That's a go- Not you, Willie. No. What? Well, well, not let's do no, the, Matt. It'd be between you and you and me. Well, what's the fastest mile times any of us have ever run? Five forty-five. I've uh, I've the done like ever like five oh eight is like my fastest. That's fast for me. In junior high, I was like five thirty. Junior high, then Kyle, you probably if you were running that. No, inch, I got no, I got slower. Really? Yes, I progressively got worse. Five thirty, when you were fourteen, eighth grade. I ran the mile. That's amazing. Reason. Damn, Usain. I could not. I don't think I could break 6.30 as an eighth grader. It's not surprising I was not athletic. But, but I ran. I was just a couple years ago. It was like. I didn't even come close to like winning counties either. No, Matt, what's your fastest mile time? I don't know. 5.30. Do you exist? You have no history. I asked him for wrestling footage. You said that. It doesn't exist. It's true. That's not surprising. I mean, it's not. Oh, Nobody ever filmed you wrestling? photos or videos of me from, like, <laughs> three twenty-two. Dang. Who would have more embarrassing uh, wrestling team pictures, me or Nomad? It's going to be close. No, I think S- N- Ryan Blake. I think Nomad. Yeah. Team? Wait, team picture? Like, <laughs> Well, you know, just like it's picture day. You have, like, an awkward stance. Oh, we never did those. What? You yeah. never had just team pictures and individual pictures? We did team pictures. Oh, okay. you didn't do individual. No. I a Private couple years ago I was running individual pictures. Eight. Yeah, no. Eight eight minute miles. Eight eight minute miles. Like, That's good. Regularly, once a week. You would run eight miles straight at eight minutes. Oh my well, gosh! On a treadmill. That's impressive. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. Is it more or less impressive? Is is eight it more miles? or less impressive on a treadmill though? Um, I mean, that's the only more. way. That's the only way I could do it, right? I mean, because you set the speed and you have to, or you, 
or you, you fall, fall off. And yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think. Oh, here you come in. Are you Sion? Sion, you need to quit just standing there like a weirdo. Either come in or or not. Sit, have a seat. Have oh. a seat. All right, we have a few important questions, and we gotta go. Come over here. Just come over here. Yeah, you could always. Yeah, you oh, could this always. This way. This way. <laughs> happy birthday today. That's why you're here. All right. Okay. So, all right. I thought you were gonna sit there. All right. First question. Well, first, get get the birthday wish out there, Iowa State. All right, let's get a uh, wish Chris Bono a happy birthday. Get jacked. Former Cyclone, doing great things over at South Dakota State. Got his 100 win against Iowa State this uh, year. And uh, this this is <laughs> Willie. You look ridiculous right now, <laughs> Willie. You look what? nuts, bro. You got, it's like he snuggled up on you. It, it looks like. Stay in the, all right. We gotta stay in the picture. You know, if I, if I move that way, I'm gone. All right, all right. I. I. It was adorable. No, I loved it. It looked like <laughs> it looked like uh, it, you were at the high school basketball game, and Willie, you were sitting up top, and you had your girl just sitting in your lap. Oh, that's just wrong. Like this. Oh, that, there that's you just go. Weird now. Right, at least the mic's in the way. All right, so you wished Bono a happy birthday, and um, he just got his 13th win in a row over at South Dakota State. You know, first time that's their their record for them. Wow. Um, what is he now? 25 and three against Big 12 schools. The man's kicking butt over there at South Dakota State, you know. All right, get jacked. Okay, tell for that. Tell us a funny Chris Bono story. Why uh, is it, why is his nickname Little Caesar? Well, you know, he used to have this wrestler named uh, Luis Carlos Blanco, Luis Blanco from California, and you know, Bono was a senior. We were freshmen, so you know, Bono always like you know beat up on the freshmen a little. Uh huh. And then we used to have all these uh, pictures of national champions uh, around the rooms hanging on the wall. And uh, Bo, uh, Carlos Luis one day goes out and gets a, like a little Caesar box, and then he puts the picture of Bono and put Chris Bono hanging on the wall <laughs> of the national champs. So that's how he, we got him to name Little Caesar. That's pretty good. I like that. Okay. Hey, when are you gonna get up there to uh, Brookings? Next year. I'm, I'm next season. I'm gonna check out a few matches. All right. This you, season's too one late. One last. You gotta ask him about Bobby. Yeah. What does he keep in the fanny pack? Someone specifically asked that today. They asked. They wrote in and asked. What does Bobby keep in that fanny pack? Well, let me see. He's got a turkey beard in there. Why? I don't know, man. He's just had a obsession with this turkey beard he walks around everywhere with. He has a turkey beard? Yeah. Like you cut off the turkey? I don't know, man. It's just. Yeah. Well, it's not the beard or whatever. Or the claws or whatever. I don't know what the heck they call them. Is it a claw or a beard? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Shut it down. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, I don't know. He has something from turkey in there. Um, Shut it down. And then. uh, Is it something from the. He has all sorts of pins in there. If you if you if you're a little kid that walks by, he'll he'll pull out something out of there for a little kid. Oh really? So it's like Batman's utility belt. Okay. You you you'll probably find uh, I don't know. Does he still walk want. around with it, or is that just strictly wrestling? No, he still walks around with it. He always has a. Fanny Bobby's pack. always attached to the fanny pack. He has about I don't know. He has a different one for each outfit. Oh really? They all match his sweats. They coordinate his they, sweats. They all co- they coordinate with his sweats. If you notice, Bobby don't wear nothing but sweatpants nowadays. Is that right? He goes yeah. full Seton Hall He's Pirate. Good. Yeah. Uh, we should send Bobby a fanny pack. A flow fanny a pack. Flow, flow, a flow, flow pack. Bobby makes po- fanny pack popular, man. Everybody like Bobby's fanny pack. Okay. So now we've – so pins? Turkey beer. Something turkey for beer. Turkey. Never any food? No. Nah. No snacks? No. Nah. That's what That would be my go-to. No, I would no keep snacks. A, I would keep some – But uh, he pulls any he, – he could pull anything out of that pack. 
Okay. If you you want looking for a 1970 wrestling NCAA magazine, he might pull it out of there. He could fit a magazine in there. Fa- I think that fanny pack is bottomless. Wow. <laughs> well, this has been. You know that the fanny pack has long been uh, of wrestling lore. People, I know this is this is like opening Capone's vault. Yeah. And you found out there's a turkey beard, which Capone's vault was empty. <laughs> At least we found a turkey, a turkey beard. Okay. Uh, well, I think this is a good time to go. All right. All right, then. Thanks, so- Sorry about the cussing. It's all right. You can't help it, even though you totally could. W- Willie did that. One for Willie's one. Fault. One for one. Play us out, Kai. Sion almost made it. A whole show, a whole four minutes without dropping an F-bomb. Shots. Yes. Way to be accountable, Sion. It's totally Willie's fault for making <laughs> Willie, Willie who goes hours on and without not saying that for is able to do it for an hour. Sion comes on four minutes, f bomb immediately. Did he say an f bomb? I missed it. Yeah, it was exactly. so. What a show! What a, this is. This has been a show. Tensions ran high. Yeah. Several times. Yes. Um, we'll see you Thursday. We'll see you Thursday, maybe. All right. Later.